You can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet, creeping along the wall ninja style. She raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me. And she had her mouth open like she was screaming. I hear my sister on the top bunk say, Ashley, you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air. But now all of a sudden the green orb comes towards our truck and it shoots out over the mountains into outer space. It is gone. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up in just a little bit, we have a story about a photo that was found in the snow. Cannot wait. And we have a haunted hotel room story that you haven't heard yet that I'm dying to share with you. So that's all coming up. First, we have to send love to all of our patrons. We have some brand new ones. We got to thank Marie Nichols Britt and then especially Sheila Wickstrom and Sharon Corcoran because they became annual patrons. (gasps) Thank you. Yes. And remember, if you listen to this episode and you're like, dang it, I need more and I binged everything. We have tons of minisodes, lots of exclusive content. Go to patreon.com backslash haunted AF to find it. By the way, check out our brand new website, (gasps) hauntedaf.com. It looks so good. It looks so good. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. It looks it looks so good that it caused Rebecca I know, to I got phlegm up. Choked up about it. it. That's how amazing it is. Um, we've also got some new items in our store in our online store, so you can go and check those out as well. And please, um, you can contact us through the website, but we prefer it if you send us a direct email. So hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Again, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. You want to just jump right into the stories? Yeah. Okay, so let's see if we can get Rachel on the phone. Hello. Hey, Rachel. Hi. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm nervous, but I'm here. <laughs> you don't should be. be. No. You should be. We're really mean. <laughs> I mean, we can be. So Rachel sent an email and told me a little bit of the story. Okay. I was like, we have to talk to her. So Rebecca has no idea. I don't. Not a yeah. clue. So it was back in 2010. I was in like seventh grade. I grew up in Minnesota. It was in the winter. I was snowmobiling with two of my friends. Oh, that and sounds I was awesome. ahead of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was ahead of them and you know, I hop off my snowmobile to run into the woods to jump out at them. Okay. And... I love it already. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. I scared them successfully. And then I made them come back with me. So I was like, guys, you have to see this. And Underneath a tree was an 8x10 photo, like your typical old-time photo, black and white, side profile, hair pulled back, tight in a bun, no smile at all, button all the way up to the neck, exactly like what you would think is like an old-time photo. Right. We were all like, oh, yeah, we're out. Hop back on our snowmobile, go about our day. Well, the following summer, one of the neighborhood kids was having a graduation party. And I was like, guys, should we go see if it's still there? And they basically thought I was dumb. They're just like, they're... There is no way. Rebecca and I would have been like, yes. Yeah, we're in. Let's go. Yeah, you so You could have fast. been beating me to my death, and I would have still said yes. Let's go. Oh, yeah, so they were just like, oh, whatever. So they did, They came with me. We were all just like, how is it here? And like, perfect condition. Like, a tiny, still. tiny bit of ripping on the edges. Well, I decided to fold it up, put it in my pocket, and take it home with me. I mean, I, I probably okay, would have done the sure. same thing. And they, they're just like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, please, like, it's going to do anything. I had, like, a secret cubby under my bed with all my diaries, everything. The Shoved stray cigarette. Like, yeah, we all had that yeah, thing. The stray cigarette. Yeah, yes. yeah, the one that you stole uh-huh. and it right. was like all dried out. I swear out, but... it's not mine, Mom. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, I'm just throwing it in there, hiding it with all my other random stuff. And nothing happened for at least a month. 
But then it was only when I was home alone. I would hear the scratching on the walls, mm. like as I was walking, like it was following me, like inside of the walls. Honestly, I chalked it up to being mice because we had mice in our basement when I grew up and I didn't think anything of it. Well, it's logical. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And I was home alone. We had two swivel chairs in our living room and I was sitting in one of them reading my book. Well, the other one decides to start spinning on itself. Oh. And I'm sitting there in this chair is just going in a circle all by itself. Like, I am thinking I'm crazy. I'm like, what the heck? Is something wrong with me? Like, I didn't tell anyone about this because I was like, no, no, no. Like, this can't be happening. And then little things like lights flickering, whatever. But when my whole family was gone, I made my friends come over. And this was like middle of the day. Mm. And we were all just sitting in the living room, literally just like sitting there waiting for something to happen, basically. <laughs> and, yeah. And I was like, it's probably not going to. We're all sitting there like waiting for it. Well, about five minutes after sitting there, <gasps> All of the doors in my house slammed at the nope. same time. Every bedroom door, every bathroom door, everything just slammed shut. And on a yeah, show. We were, yes! We were very unwell. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody pee themselves? Because I, I think I might have. Well, my friend Kyle, he was like, I'm out. He was the first out the door. He's done. Like, he was having none of it. So Kyle's smart. <laughs> yeah, Kyle is very yeah. smart. Get out while you can. And then can. Morgan's over there telling me to burn it. You got to mm-hmm. burn it. I was like, oh, I'm not burning this. Like, that's just recipe for disaster. Like, this thing will haunt me for life if I burn it. So I went and put it back exactly where I found it. I mean, oh, that's the I best case scenario, I think, is to return it to its rightful position. Don't you wonder how yep. many owners I, it had had before that? I know. Ooh, and that's why it ended up in the woods. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of the snow. So crazy. And after that, nothing ever happened ever again in wow. the house. Actually, I'm, so I'm in Florida now, but I'm actually heading to Minnesota on Thursday this week. And my best friend loves the scary stuff. So we're going to go see if it's still there. Yes! Oh, it's been, it's been, my oh, gosh. It's been so long, but we're going to go and we're going to see if it's still there. And if it is, obviously, I will be sending a photo. Oh, my gosh, I, please. What if yes, it's still there? I'm, I, like, scared for you right now. <laughs> if it's still there, you just take a photo when you leave. You yeah, don't ever bring, don't bring it back. Definitely don't bring it back. No. So, actually, the other day, we were really slow at work. And my coworker, Danya, is the one who made me call you guys and tell you my stories. Don- Danya? Thank you, Danya. Rachel, if you don't find the photo, will you do us a favor and like draw a sketch of it? Because I'd love to get an Same. idea. I have a really solid mental yeah, image. So I, do I. I. I'm also like ready to dive balls deep into history of those neighbors <laughs> that are right there. And like, I'm looking for ancestors, man. I'm figuring out who this photo is of because I will know them. And I see it. Rachel, keep us posted. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm Stay so in touch. Be safe. Yes. Don't bring that damn thing home nope. with you if you find it. <laughs> and, uh, and tell Danya we said thanks, okay? <laughs> All right. I will. Thank you guys so much. Okay. So this next email comes from Bryce at the Elevation Cafe in New Zealand. Oh, hi, Bryce. I know. That's from far away. Dear Haunted AF Podcast, I have some ghost stories for you. And trust me, they're good. Ooh, they better be. I know, right? Story one uh, I was in my local graveyard and it was my grandfather's birthday. I went to see the other graves and when my auntie called me back to the car to head home I heard in my right ear clear as day 
<laughs> Hi, Bryce. Dang. Was that grandpa or somebody I, else hanging out? That's a good out? question. Uh, story two. I was laying in my bed in the middle of the night, and it felt like someone was moving my bed back and forth. I wasn't scared at all. I could tell you so many more stories. I love the paranormal, too. Kind regards from Bryce in Motueka, New Zealand? I think it's Motika. I don't know. Well, thank you, Bryce. And I want to talk about the shaking bed thing, because yeah. we actually got another story, another email about that this summer. So I Googled it, and evidently the shaking bed syndrome mm-hmm. is very common. Okay. So it does seem to happen with younger people, like people in their early teens. And it appears to be another one of those sleep, not disorders, but just something that happens when you're close to falling asleep, but you're not quite asleep and you feel like you're awake, but your brain isn't totally. Yeah. There are threads about it on Reddit. If you read them, you might scare the shit out of yourself. <laughs> you know what? The advice is never a good idea to go to Reddit and I read know. the rabbit hole of threads about whatever disorder you have. That's Seriously? just a bad idea. <laughs> oh, Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god! It, it actually, I was pulling it up earlier, yeah. and uh, just because I ha- always have to dig it out, you know. <laughs> and I was sitting in here laughing all by myself. <laughs> Listening to it through my headphones, and my kids are like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, it it simply does not get old. (laughs) So this week's Dead Pet of the Week story comes from Nikki, uh, who says, Hi, my husband and I had a cat named Bo. He was about six months old when our son was born, and when I was pregnant, he would lay next to my belly. Bo was such a sweet cat and always good with my son, no matter how rough he was with him. He was definitely one of the family, and we would even take him on vacations with us. Last year, when I was pregnant with our third son, he got sick and went down hill pretty quickly. I know, poor Bo. I finally had to have him put down and was so upset. I just couldn't imagine him not being there for the new baby. (sighs) A few days after he passed, I was crying in my bed and wishing I could see him just one more time. I finally fell asleep and woke up in the middle of the night because something was on my feet where he normally slept. I moved my feet and told Bo to move before realizing he couldn't be there. I sat up and I saw him right next to my bed just before he disappeared. I know that that was Bo visiting me one last time. Oh, thank you, Nikki. She sent a picture of Bo sleeping with the baby. Yeah, we'll post that with the show notes because it's like the sweetest thing in the world. Of course it is. That's killing me. Um, We also got this email from Angela because, you know, we kept saying like, okay, we always get the dead pets that are cats and dogs. And what about the reptiles? Yeah. And so Angela says, uh, they don't haunt me, but I admire my dead ball python and bearded dragons every day. Okay. It's my way of keeping them alive and in my memory forever. Okay, so she sent a picture. Did you see this? I did. And I it was not quite the memory I was thinking. <laughs> Angela, honey. So she has a ball python and her both of her dragons. It's like they're in snow globes. Yes. Uh, kind of all curled up, but they're preserved. Mm-hmm. So it's... Um, I think it's very sweet that you have taken I do too. your pets on with you like that. Because I've got a couple of gashes. Me too. Know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. We have a closet and we made it like the dog nook. Yeah. But it's now turned into the shrine no. for all of like our passed on puppies. So like all of their ashes, their pictures of them. <gasps> it's like a full on memorial closet oh, area for them. Do you them. have the little prints for the little where yes. they do oh the my paw gosh, prints? Yes. Of course we yeah. do. So all we, their like collars are there. Old yeah. leashes are there. It's We have one of those too. Yeah. It's like really hard heartbreaking. So we really can't be dogging on Angela for preserving her animals. Okay, so this next story comes from Thelma. Hello, ladies. So I work in the hospital as a security officer, and I've had a couple of encounters. I was fairly new. I used to work graveyard. 
walking the second floor and I see an older white gentleman wearing a, our old green gowns carrying a bottled IV around, right? And I'd ask him, I go, sir, are you okay? You seem lost. And he goes, I'm trying to get back to my room. He seemed disoriented. So I was like, okay, uh, let me just check your band and I'll get your nurse. Well, I didn't know that that side of the hospital was being remodeled. There was no nurses there. So I put him in this uh, room. But before I put him in there, I checked his band. And it was uh, handwritten, which I found weird because I was like, why, does it, why is the needle out of glass? Why does he have a bottle of uh, IV? And his, his band is handwritten. I go, oh, maybe the computers aren't working. So I put him back in the room, go to the nurse's station. There's nobody at the nurse's station. So two of the respiratory guys come down out of the elevator and they go, hey, what's going on? So I told them what had just happened. And they go, older white man with white thin hair. And I go, yes. And they start laughing. They go, he wasn't rude to you? And I go, no, what's so funny? And they go, take us to the room where you, uh, you put him in. And uh, the guy wasn't there anymore. The lights were off and everything. I was like, no, I put him in here. And they go, so you didn't find it weird that he had a glass bottle or anything? I go, no. They go, yeah, he's dead. He died years ago. But, I mean, I, I told the guys I touched him. I don't I didn't think he was dead. A lot of the nurses have said that they've encountered him on the second floor, but he's a very rude old man. They always ask me, he was nice to you? He was rude? It's like, no, he, was, he seemed lost when I encountered him. But he's been rude to some of the nurses. He scratches their legs or they wake up with bruises or scratches because he beats on the nurses, I guess. Thank you, ladies. Love the podcast. Have a great day. Thanks, Thelma. How much would it suck, though? Like, you're going to spend your eternity shuffling around the hospital being a dick to all the nurses. <laughs> I mean, the dick part <laughs> sounds fun. <laughs> but forever? I feel like you kind of get bored of that. And yeah. also, I do have a question. Is this the first time that we've had, like, a person that actually touched him? I, I don't know. That's a good question. Thelma, was he, like, cold or right? anything? Right? I know. I have questions. Yeah. Wait, and she said nothing about him really registered as being anything other than a dude. Uh, So this next writer wants to be anonymous. She says, I went through an absolutely horrible divorce in 2005. It was a very high stress time for me. Just before that, I was living in an apartment with my husband, now my ex-husband, and things kept happening in the house. I'm talking horror movie style stuff. Voices speaking nonsense. Crap running down the walls. Literally, I think the neighbor's toilet upstairs had a problem. Gross. Oh my gosh. That's awful. And more specifically, something was targeted me. I'd feel like I was being strangled whether I was awake or asleep. That sounds awful. Mm -hmm. I decided it was health related because that seemed to make sense, but it didn't explain the one thing going on that had me fearing for my life. I still have a hard time describing it. Think of an outline in orange that glows or of something that resembles the cute little Ghostbusters ghost, but standing about seven feet tall and not oh. cute at all. Oh, I felt so isolated and alone and the current husband wasn't helping either. I tried all the normal venues to get relief and literally nothing worked. That includes smudging for the record. I eventually contacted a shaman who said he understood the problem and could resolve it remotely. He told me to wash the mirrors and windows in my house with salt water, to smudge my home with some specific herbs and say, and he gave me a prayer to recite to Sister Spider. What is Sister Spider? Uh, I have no idea. Okay. What, have we talked about that before? No, I don't think so. I don't think so this either. This is the first for me. He told me that within 48 hours, I wouldn't have a problem anymore and that wherever the issue was, I could see white spiders because they were catching and blocking it. Whoa. He was right. What? I know. Oh, oh my gosh. Within 24 hours, one of the mirrors that came with the apartment was covered in white cobwebs, but no spiders. I made my ex-husband put it out in the hallway and the problem stopped. Honestly, I don't want to understand it. 
All I know is that it worked within a few months and we moved out of that awful apartment from Jane Doe. Oh my God. This shaman was like the remote ghostbuster. Yes. He needs like a website or something. <laughs> or a TV show at the very least. Something. Because that's a lot. It that's is a, a lot, lot. of stuff. And when she describes Ooh. that thing, the Ghostbusters yeah. thing, what it made me think of with the kind of neon glowing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we had the story about neon noodle? The woman yes. saw that thing and she said it almost looked like a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm just glad it's gone. Same. I yes. love that you made your ex-husband take out the mirror. Though. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Spider. We can't look that up. That's wild. Okay, so this next story comes from Miguel. Hello, ladies. Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, I love the podcast. You guys get me through my work day very easily with these stories. First of all, I just want to say that uh, as a guy, you know, I'm very skeptical about these next few stories I'm going to tell you. Uh, it's like, <laughs> I'm all into that shit. <laughs> these next two stories the first one when i was like six the other one i had to be like 11 or 12 the first story i woke up on a saturday morning my dad was already gone for work um my mom was sleeping with my sister in her bed so i was the only one up like a typical kid you know we wake up saturday mornings turn on the cartoons and um i was laying on my couch you know watching pokemon and all of a sudden i hear the faucet turn on and water just starts running like full on you know just and I'm just like, uh, okay, you know, because I was so scared. I didn't want to look, see what was going on. Once I grew the courage to actually look, I heard uh, the cupboards, I think. I heard them open and then just like slam shut. And that's when I was like, oh, man. Like I stood up and I ran past the kitchen to go to my, straight to my mom's room. And I told her, I was like, hey, like, you know, the sink turned on and somebody's messing with the cupboards and she was just like ah it's probably a cat and i was like wait we don't even have a cat (laughs) after a couple minutes i just went back to the living room and watched tv no when i actually went back to the living room the sink was off so the other story same house i was in the front yard playing soccer with my uncle and then he kicked the soccer ball over the roof into my backyard so i had my dog back there he was a german shepherd He was just right there next to the ball, so i walk over right next to him, pet him and all that, and then grab the ball. But for some reason, I stopped. I felt something, you know, like fear just run over me. I couldn't move and anything, so I look up, and I see some old white guy, like, leaning behind the fence. And I say white guy because I'm Mexican descent. Uh, Most of my family's, you know, darker skin color, so I have no idea where that guy just came from. But he was just in a suit and just leaning back and just watching me. The whole time he's doing that, my dog is going crazy he's just like barking at him he's growling his hairs are stand up you know i finally grew the courage grabbed the ball and just ran straight out and my dad was working on his car and my uncle was helping him and i told him i was like hey there's somebody in the backyard just looking at me they both ran and they saw nobody but my dog was still going crazy anyways hopefully this fills up the well a little bit i got a couple more stories i do have a ufo story so i'll send that separately but thanks for what you guys are doing uh keep up the good work Bye. thanks miguel send the ufo I story know, i want to hear it I know. so bad <laughs> always lead with the ufo story no, no, for, for the real. record yeah. yeah so we've been getting emails from someone named chad and he okay. was sending videos from his ring doorbell Mm -hmm. and they're getting lots of this kind of orb activity lots of I mean tons of it you know we've gotten lots of these before anytime we share them people are always like it's a bug it's a bug it's a bug right and so in looking at Chad's videos it really looked like a spider to me okay so one of the things about these ring doorbell videos and part of the reason we don't really share that many anymore is that it's very hard for the camera to focus on the on the bugs and there's also a shutter speed 
issue, which is why you see a lot of distortion when you're looking at these videos. And so I told Chad, I'm pretty sure those are spiders. Yeah. So he sent me two or three more videos and I watched them. And again, I was like, I'm pretty sure those are spiders. Still on the spiders. So then he sent me like five more videos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, I'm watching them. I'm like, I feel pretty certain that these are spiders. So he doesn't believe me. And I finally said, if you would like, I can make a little montage mm-hmm. out of all of these and I can post them, you know, like all together, all together and right. just let everybody else decide. Mm-hmm. So go to hauntedaf.com, mm-hmm. find this companion blog, go to the Haunted AF YouTube channel. I will share Chad's videos. Feel free to voice your opinion in the comment. Please be nice about it. Be nice about it. Um, because yeah, Chad does not believe me. There's even one point in the video where someone says, look, it's got string coming out of its butt. And I'm like, <laughs> that would be the clear sign that it is a spider. A spider. Yeah. So, uh, and I get, it doesn't look like a spider. It looks very weird. But in those videos, if there are a lot of bugs around and it's kind of acting mm-hmm. like a bug, odds are it's, it's a, a bug. bug. But again, go check out Chad's video. We will help him. He needs your opinion on yeah, this because okay. mine did not count for some reason. <laughs> um, so this last story comes from TC and I love this. It's by way of Hillary. So Hillary's an old friend of mine. And okay. She's been a contributor. She's been a patron supporting Haunted AF since the get-go. So Hillary takes a beach trip with a bunch of her friends mm-hmm. and they're sitting up one night telling ghost stories and she Love gets out it. her phone and she recorded a bunch <gasps> of ghost stories. Fun. I have not even had a chance to listen to them because as soon as I heard this one, I was like, I got to edit that. Shit. We are <laughs> using that. So this is TC's story and he kind of starts a little in the middle. So one night I was on my way to, well, I was in Minneapolis and I had to go to San Francisco last minute. So I'm on my way to San Francisco and I'd called my admin and I said, hey, I need a hotel and I need a car. So when I land at San Francisco, it's like nine o'clock at night and I get this voicemail from her and she basically says, I got you a car, but I'll have where for you to stay. So I had to call our travel company and they put me in a hotel that I've never stayed at before. And it was... It'll come to me. But anyway, I, I get in this hotel. I don't get there till like 11. And the kitchen was just getting ready to close. So when I check in, I order a sandwich. And so I get up to the room and it's this little tiny room. And when you walk in, there's a bed with a canopy over it. And it's right in the corner. It's not a very big room. And so about 10 or 15 minutes later, my dinner shows up. It was just a club sandwich. So I sat there and I ate it. And then I took a quick shower and the bathroom was all tile. I get myself ready. I go to bed. It's pushing after midnight at this point. I lay down in bed and when I turn the light off, I hear this noise right next to me. And I could tell it's coming from the bathroom. It sounded like somebody with a hard sole shoe going whack, whack, whack three times. On the tile? On the tile. It's definitely coming from the bathroom. So I turn the light on and I originally think it's somebody downstairs, you know, banging on the ceiling or whatever. So I turn the light off. And as soon as I turn the light off, I hear whack, whack, whack. I turn the light right back on. And the light's on the wall next to the bed. So it's right there. So I look around and think, that's just kind of weird. So I turn the light off. And then when I turn the light off, I hear this noise. It sounded like this. It goes, this just weird noise. So I turn the light back on. And I'm looking around. I'm going, what the hell's going on? So then I turn the light off. And as soon as I turn the light off, I hear, like that whoosh noise again. But I'm realizing that as soon as the light fades from the room, that's when the noise happens. So at this point, I turn, I hear that whooshing noise. I turn the light on. I don't see anything. I turn the light off. As soon as I turn it off, I flick it back on. And I'm laying in the bed and I'm looking up in the canopy. It normally hangs down and I get goosebumps every time I tell this story. There's like somebody standing in the middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy, like a tent pole. But there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden it goes away and the canopy comes down and goes... And I laid in bed like a little kid. I pulled the covers up over my eyes and I never turned that damn light off again. 
And finally, about four o'clock in the morning, I went, this is ridiculous. So I got up, I packed my stuff back in my bag and I walked out. And as I'm leaving, I just went, I'll see you later. I don't know what was there, but something was there. Then a fast forward about six or eight months, friends of ours are getting married in dinner. We're at dinner and I'm telling the bride's mom the story. And she's from San Francisco. And I gotta remember the name of the hotel. But I told her the story and she goes, oh, that's a very famous haunted hotel in San Francisco was a girls boarding school that caught on fire like in the 1800s a bunch of girls were killed and it's very known to be haunted wow I'm telling you there's nothing that was gonna make that canopy just go straight up like somebody was sticking their finger and just let it go I listened to this story when I was in a hotel room oh shit (laughs) I wanted to scream while he was telling it but it was like it wasn't coming out I was like ah don't you? You can just yes. see it. You can just <gasps> and see then the it noise, the, sh- the sh- as it's coming down. Ah. Oh my god! Okay, so I googled Hotel San Francisco Girls Boarding School. Yeah, and immediately this hotel called the Queen Anne Hotel came up, like the most hotel, haunted. haunted hotel in San Francisco. Wow. So I didn't see anything about a fire, but it says that it's haunted by Miss Mary Lake, who was the headmistress of this boarding school. Mm. And the story was that she was not married, but she was having an affair with this guy James Fair. He was known as Slippery Jim. Ew. Hey, Slippy Jims. <laughs> but James Fair actually started the Fairmont Hotels, oh, which is okay. funny because we've had ghost stories about the Fairmont yes. Hotels as well. Allegedly, that is Mary Lake haunting the hotel and that she's a very friendly ghost. Okay, and okay. if you are in San Francisco, the most haunted room is room um, 410. So I haven't gotten an update from TC yet mm-hmm. to find out if the Queen Anne is where he stayed. But... Oh, I know. Maybe she was just really looking for some slippery gym. She did <laughs> She wanted him. Maybe you shouldn't have left, TC. I got some action in there for you. Could have been slippery, TC. Wait, and I have to tell you, so, okay, I was so excited about this story. Later on, I go, I'm out to lunch with my husband uh-huh. and kids, and I tell them this ghost story, and yeah. my kids dug it. They were of like, course, that's really great. Awesome. And my husband was like, yeah, that'd be great, except ghosts aren't real, because that's always what he says Dave. about everything. So the next morning, we're getting ready to leave and we stayed at a place called the Durham in Durham North Carolina when we were touring UNC so I'm in the bathroom getting ready and I hear him saying something in the other room so I come out of the bathroom and I'm like what's going on yeah and he says it's the weirdest thing he's like I'm just sitting here watching tv and for no reason at all my backpack just fell off the dresser so I go over and I pick it up and he's like and then out of nowhere your chapstick fell over and rolled off the counter I know and I was like oh we're so haunted (laughs) we got the haunted hotel (laughs) It sucks that Dave, the non-believer, saw it. I know. Boo. Boo. It's wasted. By the way, you guys, remember, please send us all your scary stuff. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. We like it written. We like it recorded. Audio, video. We want it all. And if you have any questions about how to record this stuff, please just ask us. We'll answer. Oh, yeah. We'll gladly help. And you know what? Be like Hillary. When you're with all your friends and you're doing that thing where you sit up Mm -hmm. late drinking margaritas or whatever and you start telling the scary stories, pull your phone out. Record. that stuff for us then send it to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use it on season six of haunted af and don't forget to subscribe to haunted af on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher wherever you listen to podcasts please follow us on facebook twitter instagram youtube and of course tiktok you can even contact us directly through our website hauntedaf.com gotta say thanks to andrew mamalaga and travis vance for the haunted af theme song and to on-air media for titles and technical support also big thanks to all of the haunted af patrons and supporters. Most of all, we 
have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. Do you miss movies? Ready to head back to the theater? Or do you just wish you knew more about new films that are streaming? I'm Julie Fisk, host of the Julie Sesso Movie Minute podcast. I'll tell you what's worth the ticket price, what's getting Oscar buzz, and what movies you can skip entirely. Find it at juliesesso.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Because if it blows, Julie knows. That's the Julie Sesso Movie Minute podcast at juliesesso.com.